It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. And Chi, I think it's time for a good old bleep around. Good old-fashioned bleep around, man. It's been a long time, I think, probably dating back to maybe October, similar to the Biggest Sell, Biggest Dub. I mean, we just really went balls deep in football season. We had no time to bleep around. We had no time to hand out L's and dubs. Uh, but now, hey, it's the off season. We're back, baby. We're doing our fun stuff. It's the bleep around. Shout out to 50 Cent for the vibes. This is uh, just a little homage to his Get Rich or Die Trying album that came out in 2003, February 6, 2003. So this oh, so is just uh, recently, uh, what, a 10-year or 15-year anniversary? This is a 15-year anniversary wow. for the Get Rich or Die Trying album, about 50 that? Cent. Yeah, 13.3 million copies sold. So a little window shopper action to get us rolling here. Um all right, we're bleeping around. So, geez, where do we start here? I guess I guess really the first most important thing that I think we should probably make tradition here uh, on the on the bleep round is really just a just maybe a little keto check in. You know, oh, I know, I know, you, I know you got back. Why on do the you keto gotta ask me about the keto thing? Well, I just, I, I'm just curious, man. I know you. I know you got on it. You were doing well. Super Bowl hit you, hit you hard, and then just I'm just curious on the bounce back. That's all. Yeah, it's been fine. You know, it's uh, it's not that bad. Like I, I can keto. It's not, it's not difficult. It's you just, keto and chill. I can keto and chill. I can keto and do a lot of things. It, it's just difficult on certain holidays, Super Bowl, uh, just events. You know, it's just like, ah, it's so easy to just say, you know what, it's a celebratory mood. No, I just think you, you're an you're encouragement for our audience because I, I think we have a lot of listeners that have have attempted or are attempting the keto diet right now. And it's just nice to know that they have a brother, you know, fighting with them in the trenches each and every day. And uh, you are that brother. Yeah, no, we can be accountability partners. You know, anybody out there that wants to be, uh, we can share recipes. If you're having a day where you think, man... I don't know if I can do this. I'm here for you. Uh, I, I have those days, too. We all do. You know, there's you just know? certain times you want a little bit of uh, a little bit of carbs, and it's just not really in the cards for you because you can't have carbs. The second you have one, you're completely thrown off. And honestly, the deeper you go into keto without eating a carb, the worse it's going to be for you when you do eventually eat one because your body is not ready. Yep. Walchuk learned the hard way there at the old chicken and waffle house. Oh, good lord! It was not ready for that. It was that was some of the worst pain I've ever had. I was on the toilet for weeks, and uh, really, it was just like a twenty-four hour sick flu. It would, it was not fun. You know what? I actually wanted to ask you. I'm glad that we got this brought up a little bit. I'm not ketoing. No, I know you're not ketoing, but it happens to do with the wanting and the toing. Oh, bathroom sitch? Bathroom sitch. You ran into an issue or something? No, not really an issue, just something that I found a little curious. So you and oh, I... Oh, <laughs> I know where you're going we here. We were hanging out a couple weekends back. You came over to watch, uh, I think it was, the first ever UFC card on ESPN. Yeah. ESPN Plus card. Some Greg Dillashaw, Hardy action. Cejudo. Yeah, Greg Hardy was Just the a bro night. Just you and I. I think we had some tacos. Yeah, yeah, velvet well, taco. Mary came over. That Mary, Mary she did, she and did she make brought, an appearance. She might have brought her friend Jane. Yeah, yeah. That was they were fun. Good God, they were fun. They were fun. I they were cool. You know, we had the apartment to ourselves. The ladies were off doing other things. So it was nice. You know, it's always nice when we can just kind of get a night to ourselves. They respected the fact that we had the tacos. They were like, really, not Taco Bell. You went velvet taco. You guys are classier than we are. Yeah, because typically we take them to Taco Bell. I said, Mary, <laughs> you're 
you're you're some high grade, Mary. You're you're not uh you're not a Taco Bell mid grade, all right? Hit it right. Hit it right. No, so you go to the bathroom, but what I noticed was you didn't really close the door. Uh so one, red flag, should you close the door in front of your friend while you use the restroom? But two, I noticed you were sitting down, but prior to going to the bathroom, you told me you really just needed to go one. You need to just make a one. Yeah, well, I was like, oh, man. You know how you do that sometimes. When you, when you go to the bathroom in public, it's like you kind of want to just, like, let it be known that you're not going to take a dump in this person's house. Like, like you don't want to just say, I got to go to the bathroom, because then it, like, leaves it kind of up in the air for, like, is this dude about to go just absolutely murder my bathroom right now? When you say, hey, I just got to go pee real quick, it lets everybody know. Everybody can kind of get put at ease. Like, the homeowner can just say, all right, thank God he's just going to go. Let it go, little little wanting, no big deal. But little wanting still, never hurt nobody. You still were sitting down. Yeah, and that was that was the thing that you know the door kind of cracked open, and I didn't realize at the angle that you were at, you were going to be able to see me from the couch. I can see down. everything. Yeah, yeah, you saw it all. Um, well, one uh, that just lets you know how comfortable I am. You know, when our friendship. No, that's that good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm with, glad that if, we're close enough to if, do that. If the door pops open while I am using the restroom, I'm not going to freak out. If my if my bro sees me, you know, um, but the other thing uh, I know what you really want to get to the bottom of this whole sitting down. Situation. Yeah. So you actually did one, though. You didn't two. Yeah. No, you no, only I, just one. Yeah. I just won. But you sat down right the whole the toilet. Time. Yeah. OK. And here's why I do it. Um, it is much more. So this, comfortable. this wasn't just a one time thing. This no, is a regular. Occurrence. This is a regular. OK. But I want to make this clear. I only do it in secure environments so you feel safe and comfortable so for instance it's mostly only my place it's really it's definitely only domestic you know i'm not doing this willy-nilly out in public unless it's bucky's you know maybe i would do it at bucky's but if you have a urinal i'm going to use the urinal so here's the reason why i do it one it's more comfortable as long as the as the seat is clean and I and I feel good about and you've got a seat that's big enough that's why you need the ovular seat because i'm telling you the bowl size is a big thing in fact you know, not to derail, derail your story, hold that thought, but when I went to Houston for the Super Bowl, we were staying at Jillian, my girlfriend's uh, best friend's three-story townhome. Beautiful place. And the room that we stayed in had a very small toilet bowl. Very small. Immediate red flag. Very small. You now, start calling hotels. Any now, openings, well, no, no, no. Luckily, there's a bunch of bath restrooms in this place. So upstairs, it's three stories, so the first floor is where we were staying. The second story is kind of like the living room, the kitchen area, but they had a bathroom on that floor as well. It wasn't a shower. It was just toilet. Oh, half toilet, bath? Half bath. Then there was the third floor, which had two bedrooms. Uh, each bedroom comes with its own shower and toilet. But that second floor toilet had a great bowl size. So what I would do is just go up a, a floor, yeah. and I use that for my my chewing pleasure. Heat rise. The entire, the entire trip. Good for you. So you had a comfy toing weekend, and that is that is vital, especially when you're in another person's home. You know, you just never know what's what's going down there. So I'm happy for you, man. And and that is huge. Hopefully, the bowl size is there. If it's a really small bowl, yeah, I'm, I'll just you know that makes the aiming a little bit more difficult. But you'll still sit. But no, if it's a super small bowl, I'll I'll do the stand. Okay. You know, it's got to be a decent sized bowl. It also needs to be a very very clean bowl, and I have to trust, respect, know, and love the people whose bowl it is and gotcha. know that they maintain a high level of cleanliness in their bowl. Okay, so that's the main thing first and foremost. Um, the other thing is uh, comfort. It's just more comfortable to just be able to sit for a second, take a load off, maybe whip out the old phone ski, pop on the timeline, see what's going on on the tweeter. All right? 
The other thing is, I'm not great at the aiming. It's almost bound to happen. There's going to be some backsplash, whether it's the seat, whether it's the floor, my foot, up on and my the knees. The floor seems like inevitable. Yeah. It always happens. Yeah. No matter what, the last drop never ends up in the toilet. And I'm not trying to clean a, a seat, you know. I mean, think about how many times I go pee every day. I mean, I'm peeing four to five times, six times a day. Sure. And I, I'm every time I got to waste some toilet paper to wipe the seat. I mean, it's just... You're really just looking out... It's efficiency, man. For the trees. I'm looking out for the trees. I'm looking out for whoever's place I'm at. Listen, do you want to know that I I dribbled on there and I had to go wipe it up? No. You'd like to know that I just got in, got out, clean as a whistle, boom, boom, bang. So, yeah, I sit when I pee, guys, when I'm at home, not in public. It's domestic environments only. I just hadn't met anybody that sits when they pee. Even women. Okay, that's a good point. I okay. hadn't met a fellow guy. Yeah. You know, a bro that sits when they peak. Now, you do make a valid argument. Uh, I've got no issue with it. I think it's fine. I haven't made that change in my life. Yeah. But no, maybe even I'll at start. home. Like, at home. Like, I know some people do it, like, when they're exhausted, middle of the night kind of deal. You get up to go pee. Some people will definitely sit in those situations because you're just kind of disoriented. Yeah, uh, but when I'm at home, I'm pretty much... Yeah, I would say... A You're 90, always sitting down to go to the bathroom. I would say 90 to 95% of the time when I'm at my own house, I sit to pee. You ever get a sneak too? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's the other, and that's really a cherry on top situation is you can get that pleasant surprise where you didn't know you had to too. You sit down and your body starts telling you, hey, while we're here, let's make this happen. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. One yeah. sit, baby. Yeah, one sit. So it's beautiful. It's awesome. And that is definitely something that, that I partake in. All right. So what else you got? What else I got for the bleep round? Well, uh, well, I hope you brought a couple of things to the table. I mean, am I the only one bringing stuff to the table here? Well, I, mean, I just did. Jesus. I just did. I just brought a tremendous topic oh, to the table. Fair. That's fair. Well, okay. Let's do uh, – I can sprinkle in some sports here. Why not? Uh, we got a Forbes list talking moolah. Also talking sports. Is Conor McGregor on it? No, actually mm-hmm. not. Um, you doing okay over there, by the way? Yeah, I got another frog in my throat. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm good. I think I cleared it out. Most valuable North American sports franchises. Ooh, North American. Yeah. So, so what is that? The United States soccer. and Canada? That's the United States. That's Canada. No Man U? Is that not Mexico? No yeah, man you, no man you. Let's be honest. Is there is there one in Mexico? Is there a Mexican team in here? Uh potentially. No, there's not. No, there's not. Um okay, so why don't we do this? We got the top five most valuable Are they all NFL teams. <laughs> no, they're not. Um top five most valuable North American franchises. Zach Walshuck, I want you to guess. All, all right, right. Number one, I'm gonna guess is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, yes, my friend. You are correct. You're damn right I am. The Dallas Cowboys are number one at $5 billion. $5 billion, huh? Not bad. Not bad for one Jerry Jones. All right, that's a pretty good guess by you. If you can knock out all five of these without without any mess-ups, I will be be really happy. Okay. Shoot. Well, this is where it's going to get bad. mm. I think you're going to be all right, though. Um, Number two, I'm going to guess, is not football. Correct. It's baseball. Warmer. It's basketball. Colder. It's baseball. Warmer. The New York Yankees. 
Yes, sir. Zach Walchuk coming in strong. All right, baby. One, two for two, two for two. Cowboys, Yankees. Cowboys, Yankees. Four billion dollars for the Yanks. Wow. Yeah. The Steinbrenners, right? Yeah, the Steinbrenners. Man, they're killing it. No, I mean the Cowboys, the Jeters, Yankees, they should be. Number Rodriguez's. three. Yeah, what you got, number three? What you got, number three? I think number three goes back to football. Colder. NBA. Warmer? I'm going to go with the Lakers. Wrong. The Lakers. The Lakers are in the top five. Where are they? Five. Yes, sir. Lakers are five. 3.7 billion. Wow. Wow. But they're being eclipsed by another NBA team? Yeah, the Lake Show is being eclipsed. Um, well, it's not the Clippers. It's not the Clippers. Is it the Celtics? It is not the Celtics. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, brother. Mm, interesting. Uh, this is this is not a necessarily good team. But they're just worth a lot of money. They are. Is it the Knicks? Yes, it is. Really? I thought, the Knicks, I thought the Knicks had declined in value. That's interesting. Yeah, no, James Dolan still has a top five most valuable sports franchise in North America, even though his team is absolute sewage. Okay, you're only missing one team, the number four slot, because it's Cowboys one, Yankees two, Knicks three, blank four, Lakers five. Who's that number four slot? I'm going to say number four goes back to football. Ding, ding, ding. Getting warmer. I'm going to rock with the New York train and say the Giants. Wrong. Zach Wolchuk. All right. So let's, wing and a miss, brother. Let's go back to, to Boston and go with the Patriots. And there it is. He finally completes the Forbes top five. Way to go, Zach. Wow. So it went Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys? Yeah, man, you nailed it. Pretty much. Now, Cowboys, Yankees, Patriots. What was four and five? I know the Lakers were five. No, no, no. It's Cowboys, Yankees, Knicks. Oh, the Knicks, then the Patriots, then the Lakers. Lakers. I just can't believe the Knicks are that high still. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's just the power of the brand. They've won one playoff series in the last 18 years. Gosh. Do you believe that? They're terrible. I mean, look, I know the Cowboys haven't been great in the last 20 years, but they've at least won some playoff games. Well, I mean, the Knicks are, it's hilarious. It is hilarious, but bottom line is they are what they are, and they are a very, very expensive franchise. All right, uh, let's keep it in sports, but not that. What? Tom Brady? Uh, What about him? Get this, man. This is from at only in Boston. At on, only in Boston. So they're they're loving Brady. They love Twitter. him. They think Brady's the best. According to them. He is the best. Tom Brady has a countdown clock. Bus, mom. Installed in his home gym. Ticking down the days, hours, minutes, and seconds to Super Bowl 54. No way. That cheeky bastard. Are you serious? Does that, to only in did Boston. that just reset 
As soon as 53 ended? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, like the moment that like he's just 53 got it. started. I bet it was the moment 53 started, we're already counting down to, to 54. Because it's a foregone conclusion. He's got to book flights. I mean, he's got reservations to make. He knows he's going to Miami in February. Look, Lucky we for got him, reports it's beautiful. that Belichick might be retiring. I have not heard a thing yeah. that says that those are going to be accurate. Who's our PFN swinging a miss on that one? Well, I feel I, like that would have already happened by now. Don't you think you go out the sunset, you raise up the Lombardi, you say, guys, just like Jerome Bettis, just like John Elway, I'm getting the hell out of here. It's just interesting that they went ahead and hired Greg Schiano already, but he's hasn't he, he hasn't announced that he's going anywhere. Just to just just for the D though. Just for the D. Just for the D. I don't even know if he's getting an assistant head coach title. I think he's just D cord. I think he's just the D cord too. But my man, oh man! I mean, you think he slides in before McDaniel's? I think McDaniel's has that just locked up. Oh, you think Shiano's the head coach before McDaniel's? No. no, I think I think McDaniel's nailed it. I thought you were giving implications that Shiano was sliding in next man up. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. saying Shiano got the defensive coordinator job, but technically he's still under the Belichick regime, right? Like you'd think maybe. If Bill were going to retire and he knew that they needed to fill that void, he'd let Josh go ahead and take the reins and pick who he wants. Now, maybe Josh is fine with Shiano. Got you. But he clearly seems like a Belichick hire. Shiano's a freaking douche face. Yeah, he seems like a bit of a douche face, but he's a heck of a football coach. I mean, he made Rutgers relevant. You know how hard that is? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Couldn't do anything about the Bucs, though. Yeah. Some guys just aren't meant to be NFL head coaches. He's one. That's true. He's a Charlie Weiss kind of guy. Well, Weiss didn't really work in college either. No, strictly coordinator. Yeah, him and Cornell. Him and, him and Romeo. Really, he, everybody on the Belichick tree. Yeah, except for Brian Flores. Yeah, Brian Flores is the man. So what's up? What you got for me? What do I have for you? You got any bleepers? You, you, know, any, uh, you been watching anything? I'm glad that you brought that up. You know me. You're well, a watching kind of guy. Well, I like to go into my bag of watching. Um, well, aside from the anime binging that I did, I, I caught up entirely. Is that on the hub? Uh, not on the hub, the uh, Funimation. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Not on the hub. Uh, although, that is there if you're interested. I am off the air. Yeah, well, Dragon Ball Super, uh, if you ever were familiar with Dragon Ball Z. It's funny, up, I feel like that could actually be on the hub. It probably is An on anime the hub. Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like I could pull that up it's on the hub. It's on the hub, hub no I'm problem. sure. I'm sure. But Dragon Ball Super, I went ahead and killed all of the uh, episodes because they had a new movie coming out. I'm intrigued. Um, so I watched the series in its entirety, then went and saw the movie. Movie was solid. The series was fantastic, man. They did a tournament of power, basically, where all the greatest fighters in the 11 universes came and competed to figure out who is the strongest warrior in all of the uniforms. In all of the universes. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, bro. All the uniforms? By the end of it, man, those uniforms were stripped from the ultimate epic battles, and Goku gets Ultra Instinct. It's like the greatest form ever, bro. I'm nerding out hard, but I loved every second of it. Dragon Ball Super, you are my mother, bitch. So where can I watch this? Netflix? Uh, Funimation, bro. Oh, Funimation.com. Funimation.com, or there's actually an app. If you have like a Roku or an Apple TV, you can just download the Funimation app. Oh, I think I already have the Funimation Or app. just Google it. I'm sure you can find it pirated online. 
Yeah, be careful, though. You Google that, other things might pop up, too. Yeah, just weed through the other stuff, which you might want to take a peek at because it could be interesting, too. I'm always um, but make sure you get to But make sure you get to, uh, to the show. The other thing I got caught on uh, on Netflix, which is probably a lot more popular, you know, the population that's seen this show is probably more so than the Dragon Ball Super Crowd. No. But it's this show called You that came out on Netflix. Me? You. That's what I said, me. It's not called Eric Chiafalo. It's called You. Y-O-U. You. That's the title and the name of the show. So this is a, a You Darvish documentary? No, it's actually just a 10-part television series that originally aired on Lifetime. I didn't even take you for much of a baseball guy. That's yeah, so that's, funny. Yeah, I know. Me, I'm not. Um, but it's about a clever book, bookstore manager who relies on his savvy internet know-how to make the woman of his dreams fall in love with her, a.k.a. An obsessive stalkerish man. Oh wow, that's up your alley. Yes, not at all. I heard the synopsis of this, and you know the girl wanted to put this on and watch it, and I'm like, this sounds stupid. This sounds like a soap opera. This sounds like something we're not really. I, I'm not really going to be super into. It, it doesn't sound interesting to me. The star of it is Ben uh, Badgley, who is from Gossip Girl. Oh. And I never you, watched any of Gossip Girl. Yeah, your Gossip Girl phase was real quick. It I was hard, just, but it was real quick. Nah, I wouldn't even say. The hard was the OC. Ah, the OC got the it OC, hard. I confused it. Um, but Gossip Girl never even happened. There wasn't even a phase. It was just like, a, wow. I know you're there, but I'm not interested. That surprises me. Yeah, it surprises Damn, me, Damn, I'm too. sorry. Was it a Gilmore Girls? No, was it wasn't Gilmore Girls. I think the OC was pretty much the extent of what I went to gotcha. in, the, in that realm of, of shite. Of show. Now that you though had uh, had had me hooked, and, and it's not the Y U for you, Darvish. It's the Y O U for isn't you. Um, the show the show's pretty good, dude. Now the end of it, it kind of sucks. Well, no, it not it doesn't suck. It's a cliffhanger because it sets up for the second season. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's a guarantee. Yeah, so the, the end is good. I mean, it's entertaining, but it does feel just a little bit like rushed. Like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Now we're gonna tease you for season two and leave you wanting more. So, mission accomplished by the show. But for me, it's like, I've been watching this whole thing develop and unravel for 10 episodes. Literally, probably three days of my life because we knocked, we banged through it pretty pretty quick. Yeah. It was hard and fast, like you said. Um, and Story now, all of a sudden, this baby's kind of done we're, we're, and we're moving on to the next phase. But I would actually recommend it. This is not a show that I would typically... Stand on the table and say, "Give it a watch." Are you pounding the table? But uh, I'm, you know, I'm giving it some sweet, soft love. I'm not, you know, it's more of like open a, hand. It's more of the f gently. It's not the closed fist pound. No, it's the open hand. Gotcha. Nice lotion rubs. Oh wow. Okay. I'm into that though. So uh, sign me up for it. I've heard. I it. think you and Ryan might enjoy it. Yeah. No, I've definitely heard of it, and I know that plenty of people have been talking about it. And it's pretty much the first thing queued up on my Netflix every time I go on there. They're promoting the hell out of that thing. So. Yeah. People are just are, are binging it, and it was one that I didn't know that I really wanted to get into, but I did. I'm not upset about it. All right. Well, I'm going to put that on the docket. I will certainly take a look at it. Can't promise you that I'll watch more than the trailer, but. I will no, you never listen to what I suggest, and I always oh, listen. Oh, that's not or fair. watch, excuse me, and I always watch what you suggest. All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, you did watch one of the ones that I did suggest to you, which was that Ted Bundy. I watched the Bundys. Yeah, that I was, went Bundying. Yeah, that was. You you liked the Bundying, and I watched the Bundy. Yeah, yeah, big into that. Real quick watch. I mean, only four episodes, and I guess the movie's coming out with Zac Efron. Yeah, that's Ted Bundy. 
Yeah, that should be interesting. I'm much more interested in watching it now that I've seen because I didn't really know too much about him. Same. I'm, I'm telling you. It, I mean, I heard the age, name, but yeah, I didn't know anything name. about what the hell went on. I knew he was a serial killer, and that was all I knew. I didn't know anything else about it. And, wow, you learn quite a bit of stuff from this documentary. There's actual, like, recordings, archival footage, that kind of deal from him leading up to death row. Like, he started to talk quite a bit. So it's quite the story. And totally worth watching a documentary that, like you said, four episodes, easy watch. But, man, that dude was insane. You talk about, like, some of the most insane people in the history of our world. Ted Bundy is up at the top of that list. I, I had never, I did not know the details on that guy. And holy crap, if you have not seen that documentary, it is on Netflix. And it is totally 100% worth watching. I was hooked from the jump. And it really just gets better as it goes, as it gets deeper into the story, and you you really find out about him and what the hell he's about. And he is a wild dude. Yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty crazy. <laughs> impressive is definitely the word that comes to mind. There were some impressive things that he accomplished there. <laughs> when you're talking about the, the jailbreaks? No, I know. I know. Like, it's insane. The, the, the Here's what I learned from it was that Back in that day, without technology, you could get away with so many things. Like now, a guy like Ted Bundy is like, he's going to get off maybe one of those, max two, and then this thing is a rap show. Um, back in the 70s, holy hell. I'm actually surprised we didn't have more of these kind of guys. Because yeah, because this guy's like literally escaping, out and about, mass murdering more, yeah. gets arrested, <laughs> out and about, escapes, out and about, mass murdering more, and then gets arrested, but they don't know that it's him. I know. It's like, it's look, like I get, he's one of the most wanted men in the whole country. Like, I understand this guy's changing his appearance slightly, like whether it's the facial hair. Or he the does way do that, it. I tell you. He does do a brilliant job. Holy hell. He does. He but can, you can change still the way tell. he looks pretty good, but, he but absolutely. But come on, like anybody with a brain that's seeing a bunch of pictures of this guy, I'll look at it and say, hmm, he does have a striking resemblance to this freaking Ted Bundy. Hell, you don't even have to have a brain. You just got to have two eyes. Meanwhile, they're thinking, well, we don't know who this guy is. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, go ahead and watch it. I don't want to spoil yeah, too much. Yeah, no, please watch but it. But holy cow, it's crazy. Spoiler alert, he's sick, insane. Oh, sick, sick, freaky bastard. Just, yeah. And the dude's literally like the spawn of Satan and is probably burning in hell right now. But. Most definitely. Uh, some of the things, like what he's able to get away with is quite yeah. shocking. And the fact that it's all true, I'm, like I've become like. Oh, I guess this, he doesn't get away with it, but the at true, the time. The true story stuff is super interesting to me right like even know. if it's just loosely based you know on some whatever you know if you like the bundy docs uh have you ever seen evil genius no evil genius is a good one too it's also on netflix similar deal like four episodes about who uh but it's about it's called evil genius i can't remember what the the name of the the woman involved is oh but she. she's technically the evil genius oh is she it, a serial it basically killer? goes back there was some crazy attempted bank robbery that ended with the the death of this man, he ends up blowing up. Like he, oh, wow. Uh, I'm in. And they try and find who was really the mastermind behind this whole, de- whole deal, or was it just this one individual? Was it Man on Fire style? They put a bomb up his ass? Uh, I don't know if it was up the ass. Was, it, Actually, was Denzel it, there? It definitely wasn't up the ass, and Denzel wasn't there, but it's pretty it's pretty incredible stuff. I, I'd highly recommend, if you liked the Bundy doc, Evil Genius will probably be... One that you're into. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good. No, creepy, I'm down with uh, that. Creepy, eerie kind of stuff. I don't want to keep bringing creepy, eerie stuff into it, but the only other thing I really watched recently, um, it's kind of along those lines a little bit, which is scary to think about, but that Lifetime 
uh, documentary on R. Kelly. The Surviving Ooh, R. Kelly it. documentary. You did? No, I didn't. Oh, you did not? Oh, dude, that's that's something. Oh, my God. Uh, R. Kelly, our favorite, you know, remix to Ignition, Hot and Fresh Out the Kitchen, Mama Rolling That Body, Got Every Man in Here Wishing, Sipping on Coke and Rum. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. You know, it's a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. And, you know, maybe a little... Uh, I believe I can fly. You know, everybody's near and dear to their heart. Well, holy bleep. Not on the Ted Bundy levels of insane, but definitely on some serious levels of this guy is an insane person. He's a psycho. What he does to these different girls and dating back to the 90s with Aaliyah, who obviously everybody knows rocked the boat like Aaliyah, um, R.I.P., but he had he's just underage girls. Everybody knows about the P tape. You know, Dave Chappelle had an awesome skit about it on Comedy Central. But the dude the P tape. Yeah, not uh, with a young girl involved in it from back in the day. Everybody knows about this stuff. And then they don't realize that to this day, this dude is still like mind warping these fans, these young girls that are fans of his. He takes them in, says that they have great voices, they're gonna be an artist one day. They think, you know, they they buy what he's selling, and then all of a sudden He's got them mind warped into being just his own sort of slaves, sex slaves, whatever you want them to be. And they're all living in this house and they're isolated from their family. You got people currently right now, parents who have not seen their daughter who's 19, 20 years old. They haven't seen her in four years because she is with R. Kelly and she can't communicate with anybody. And she's old enough now to make her own decisions. And whenever she does speak, it's no, I'm okay. And it's, it is, I'm telling you, wow. it blew me away. This is another this one of those stuff, things. This stuff is still happening. It's still happening. That's what's crazy. It takes you all the way up to, like, as recent as just a few months ago. And now you've seen the backlash. Everybody's starting to realize, holy crap, R. Kelly's an insane person. Radio stations are banning his music. People are banning him from playing, like, like Chicago banned him. Philadelphia banned him from playing, like, a lot of these, like, concerts and stuff. Like, people, cities and states and ordinances, whatever, are literally banning him from playing shows. He's having to go overseas to play in other countries because he's unable to do it right now because everybody's like, bleep you. Damn. So that is totally worth watching. The only yeah. way you can really watch it now is like on Amazon Prime, I think. Um, I don't know if Hulu or anything grabbed it because it came on Lifetime like a month ago. But, oh, my goodness, that's another binger. And that one is another one that, I mean, you hate to say it, but it gets better and better as it goes because you start getting closer to How today. How long are each episode? They're like maybe an hour. Okay. You know, so it's just a few episodes. I said four, maybe it's five. I don't know, something in there. It's a, it's between four and six hours of content that you will blow through. because, And then by the end of it, you will hate everything about R. Kelly. You will hate everything about these, for the most part, the, the, the girls involved and their parents. Their parents are schmucks. You just have... Just idiots all over the place, and it makes you sick, but it's as entertaining as it gets. So that's really the only thing I've watched. I hate to bring just the somber mood down of Ted Bundy and R. Kelly, but yeah, you really they're, killed. They're that. really I don't worth even watching. Know what can to you bring say. it up? Can you? Is there anything uh, you can do to save this? Man, or? this where is are we here? Rough, dude. Talk to me, please. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't know that I can save you here. Really, you've got nothing. You've got nothing. Dude, I've me. seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of things. But um, 
I mean, the Lego Movie 2 comes out. Okay, yeah, you do have nothing. Holy hell. You didn't like the first Lego Movie? You're dipping into a Lego 2 bag? I'm That's excited, how dry I'm excited you are. about it. Um, okay. I'm I guess. excited about it, you son of a... Oh, I do have one thing. You right. know I'm a Batman lover. Okay. Ben Affleck's no longer involved in uh, the new standalone Batman film that will be coming out directed by Matt Reeves. I hear that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I mean, did you see no. Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman? No. Used to be a Batman guy. Yeah. Well, Tailed off you know, after it, it, bail. I, I bailed after bail. You know what? I think you should hop back on for the next one that comes out, but you don't need to go back and watch the Batfleck. That, that stuff was crap. Um, okay, so that's, do we know who's the new Batman? We don't yet. So do we, we have can, any options? We, we got any draft picks here? No, we don't have anything. I think, and you know what? I'd kind of like them to go with an unknown. Yeah, I'd kind of like a fresh. You know, because well, it was Christian Bale. He, I mean, he was known. He was a known actor, but he, I think that really pushed him into major stardom. stardom. Yeah, I mean, he did American Psycho. But Great he, movie, but by even the way. that, yeah, really good movie. But, you know, until he got the role of Batman, or Bruce Wayne, who is Batman, of course, in 2005, I don't think that his career was nearly as big uh, until then. I mean, he's got to be known now pretty much for, for playing Batman versus anything else. Yeah, and he's known as just a thespian who's sort of um, uh, cut from the same cloth as uh, that other actor whose name is escaping me, but basically just like dives balls deep into their roles. Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. He's he's kind of he's kind of, Christian Bale is kind of taking on that persona as as the guy who just literally dives so deep into his role he really becomes uh, an embodiment of the character that he's playing. He's in, pretty incredible. Uh, okay, that was good. I, I know you brought the show up there, but I'm going to close the show by bringing us down just one more time. Great. From Michael Dyer, at Mike underscore Dyer 13 on Twitter, a four-month-old baby in Boston has seen more championships than a 45-year-old Mets, Jets, and Knicks fan. Say that again. Say that one more time. A four-month-old baby in Boston. Four-month-old baby in Boston has seen more championships than than a 45-year-old Mets, Jets, and Knicks fan. That's it for the bleep around. Wow. You spoiled, rotten little sheets in Boston. Bleep you, you mother bleepers. Unbelievable. That's the bleep around. Hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you're as PO'd as I am. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised.